Hey, Smarty Pants, I've told you about my friends at Koala Moon and their awesome podcast that helps you fall asleep with bedtime stories. Well, guess what? They also have a daytime adventure show I know you're going to love. It's called Koala Shine, and it's hosted by my friend Kelly. Listen along as she enchants you with expertly crafted stories designed to excite, engage, and encourage you to think about life in an imaginative and mindful way. Starring fun characters like Coco the Koala, Hector and Sonny, the Frazzled Flamingo, and more, Koala Shine is a thrill with new episodes landing every Saturday morning. Since its launch, Koala Shine has been a huge hit. Its mix of entertainment and fun facts has hit a chord with kids and parents alike. Join my friends at Koala Shine now by searching Koala Shine wherever you listen to podcasts and start with the ancient Egyptian pyramid puzzle. It is a wild ride. Search Koala Shine now, hit follow, and let the adventures begin. Psst. Hey there, Smarty Pants. We're going to play a little game of Trusty Narrator Says. It's just like Simon Says, only instead of Simon, only do what I say when I say Narrator Says to do it. Are you ready? Narrator says, nod your head. Narrator says, clap your hands. Narrator says, stick out your tongue. Now, wag your tail. Are any of you wagging your tail? You shouldn't be, because narrator didn't say to do it. But even more than that, you shouldn't be wagging your tail because you don't have a tail. Nope, people do not have tails. But nearly all animals do. But why? Have you ever wondered why animals have tails? And how important is it that they do? Hmm. And have you ever wondered why some tails are short and stumpy? Others are curly cues. And some are long and thin. While others are big and furry. Some are even made of plumes or feathers. Not only are animal tails extremely different in size, shape, and color from one species to the next, their function, or how an animal uses their tail, is also very different and in some cases very impressive. (coughs) Monkeys use their tails to travel from tree to tree, while dolphins can use their tails to push themselves out of the water and swim backwards. While you might not consider an animal's tail to be that important, you might be surprised to learn that most animals rely a lot on their tails, and without them, they would need to adapt new methods to survive, fall prey to other animals, or simply become extinct and no longer be around. Whoa. Oh, and speaking of no longer being around, did you know that humans once had a tail? Double whoa. That's right. Narrator says, wag your tail. Oog happy. Sit back as we tell a tale about tails. It's time for another whiff of science and history on Who Smarted? Who Smarted? Who Smart? Is it you? Is it me? Is it science or history? Listen up. Everyone, we make smarting lots of fun on Who's Smarted? Hey, Smarty Pants, which of these three land mammals has the longest tail? Is it A, a coyote? B, a giraffe? Or C, 
a spider monkey. Now, most of you probably said B, giraffe. And you'd be right. After all, standing 12 to 14 feet high, giraffes are the tallest land mammals with super long necks. So why wouldn't they also have really long tails? But can you guess how long their tails are? Are they six feet long, seven feet long, or eight feet long? If you said eight feet or nearly two and a half meters long, you're right again. But here's the real question. Why do giraffes have or need a tail that's as long as a female alligator? Well, it turns out a giraffe's tail serves a very important purpose. Can you guess what it is? Here, we'll give you a hint. That's right. A giraffe's tail is primarily used as a fly swatter. In fact, many animals use their tails as built-in fly swatters, like horses, cows, and elephants. If you've ever seen one of these animals in person or on a video, whether they're moseying along, grazing on food, or just standing around, you'll notice their whip-like tails are in constant motion, shooing away bugs that want to munch on their skin. Of course, swatting flies isn't the only thing animals use their tails for. Have you ever watched a cat walk along a narrow wall? Meow. Or a squirrel scooting along a tree branch? Well, it might not look like their tails are doing anything, but they are. Cats and squirrels use their tails to counterbalance themselves and evenly distribute their body weight. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Cats, squirrels, and all kinds of land animals use their tails like a rudder. Only instead of steering a boat, their tail helps steer their bodies when running, leaping long distances, or climbing down from a high perch. This kind of tail is what's known as a non-prehensile tail. Now, I know what you're thinking. If this is a non-prehensile tail, what is a prehensile tail? Hmm... A prehensile tail is a tail that acts almost like another hand. Animals with prehensile tails are able to grasp or hold objects with it. For example, a prehensile-tailed spider monkey uses their tail to swing from branches. Besides monkeys, opossums, lizards, and most anteaters have prehensile tails. Of course, all these animals are around today for us to see and study how they use their tails. But... Can you think of a diverse group of reptiles with huge tails who are no longer around? Did you say dinosaurs? That's right. To help us learn about early animal tails, we're headed to a natural history museum to meet my friend Dina, a paleontologist currently overseeing the construction of a T-Rex exhibit. Follow me. Wow, this place is humongous and echoey. If you're going to reconstruct dinosaur skeletons, you need lots of room. Hey, Dina. Hey, trusty narrator. Hello, smarty pants. Welcome. We're telling the tale of animal tales. And a good place to begin is, you know, way back in the beginning. And what better place to start than in a museum with a paleontologist? Remind us all again what a paleontologist does. A paleontologist is a scientist who studies fossils and ancient life from prehistoric times. 
like our friends the dinosaurs. In fact, right now we're assembling the back end of T-Rex. Wow, that tail is massive. It must have weighed a ton. Yep, and there's a reason for it. A T-Rex's body is very top-heavy, thanks to their oversized head, and because they walk upright on two feet, they need a strong, heavy tail to act as a counterbalance. Otherwise, they'd tip over. Hey, we were just talking about cats and squirrels using their tails as a counterbalance when running and leaping. Not that a T-Rex was doing much leaping. No, definitely not leaping. T-Rex's tail also acted as a suspension system, where it stored and released energy as it moved up and down while it was walking. Hmm, kind of like the shock absorbers in your sneakers. Pretty similar. Because of this, it's estimated the T-Rex moved at only three to four miles per hour, slightly slower than the average human. Interesting. For such a feared beast, they were a bit of a slowpoke. Who knew? Yes, quite different than the velociraptors you see in the movie Jurassic Park, who used their tails to make sharp turns as they ran from predators or were on the hunt. While other dinosaurs, like the Stegosaurus and Ankylosaurus, use their spiky and club tails to fight. Do any animals today use their tails to fight? Today, porcupines, pangolins, aardvarks, and some lizards wield their tails as weapons against predators. But otherwise, the trait has gone the way of the dinosaurs. Interesting. We learned giraffes have the longest tails of all mammals, but which dinosaurs had the longest tails? Those would be the sauropods. They were incredibly large four-footed herbivores, or plant eaters, with really long necks and relatively small heads. The ones your smarty pants might be most familiar with are the brontosaurus, diplodocus, brachiosaurus, and the apatosaurus. Their tails were close to 40 feet long. A 40-foot tail? That's as long as a full-size school bus. Yep. In fact, it's believed the apatosaurus could crack their long, thin tail like a whip. And when they slammed it into the ground, it created one of the loudest sounds in the dinosaur kingdom. That's so cool! Well... Thanks for making time to speak with us. It's too bad the dinosaurs didn't live to tell the tale. Anyway, gotta go. Bye, everyone. Okay, we're back outside to continue our tale about tales. Question, can an animal's tail tell you what mood they're in? Who's a happy boy? Who's a happy boy? If you own a dog or a cat, you know the answer is yes. But when dogs wag their tails to show they're happy to see you, are they doing it voluntarily, like when you wave hello to someone? Or is it involuntary, like when you smile or laugh at something? The answer, right after this quick break. Hey, Smarty Pants, want to know one of my favorite sounds? Here it is. That's the sound I hear when I'm learning a new language with Babbel. And if you want to learn a new language this year, I guarantee it'll be one of your favorite sounds, too. Learning a new language has always been on my to-do list, and thanks to Babbel, I can check it off. 
But it's not just about memorizing words. It's about understanding a culture, connecting with other people on a deeper level, and expanding my horizons. With Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons designed by over 150 language experts, I was able to get the hang of the basics of German in only three weeks. Babbel is convenient, effective, and genuinely fun. Best of all, Babbel has equipped me with real-life conversation skills, making it easy to order food, ask for directions, or shop in stores. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology has been a game-changer for my pronunciation, helping me sound like a local, or close to it. Dankeschön, Babbel. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 50% off a one-time payment for a lifetime Babbel subscription but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash smarted. Get 50% off at babbel.com slash smarted. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash smarted. Rules and restrictions may apply. This message is sponsored by Greenlight. Hey, parents and guardians, let's talk about something crucial, financial literacy for our kids. It's a conversation that's as important as any other childhood milestone. When I was a kid, I'd earn money doing chores with little to no understanding of what to do next. I'd stash my cash in a piggy bank, but didn't know why. I certainly didn't know much about saving or budgeting. If only Greenlight was around to give me the opportunity for hands-on financial learning. You see, Greenlight is a debit card and money app designed specifically for families. You can send your kids instant money transfers, get real-time notifications of spending, manage chores, and automate allowance, all while they learn how to handle money responsibly. With Greenlight, kids learn about saving for goals, budgeting for their wants and needs, and understanding the value of money. Yep, much better than just sticking money in a piggy bank. So stop putting off the money talk and start putting your kids on the right path. Sign up for Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash smarted. That's greenlight.com slash smarted to try Greenlight for free. Greenlight.com slash smarted. Now back to Who Smarted? Come here, boy. Sit. Good boy. Who wants a treat? Who wants a treat? If you've ever seen a dog wagging its tail from side to side or bouncing up and down, then you already know that dogs use their tails as a form of communication. Most often, a wagging tail means they're excited or happy, like when your dog greets you when you come home from school or if you offer them a treat. On the other hand, if your dog's tail is between its legs, it could mean they're scared. Or that they did something naughty. Hey, who chewed up my slippers? Either way, a dog's tail is a pretty good indicator of how they're feeling and communicates their mood without having to say a word. And the same goes for cats. Meow. They swish their tails when hunting or playing or if they're annoyed. And unlike dogs, a wagging cat tail might mean Kitty is not happy. But what about fish and sea mammals? Unlike nearly all land mammals, the most common use for a tail in marine life is for movement or what's known as locomotion. Yeah, 
kind of like that, but not exactly. Depending on the species, tails or fins can either be shaped horizontally or flat, or they can be shaped vertically or straight up and down. Uh. Quick question, smarty pants. Are whale and dolphin tails, known as flukes, positioned horizontally or vertically? If you said horizontally, you're right. The reason for that is pretty spectacular. It's because whales and dolphins evolved from four-legged land animals. Huh? Yep. Millions of years ago, whales and dolphins started out on land. (gasps) Their backbones naturally bend up and down. So once they became accustomed to the water, their tails needed to do the same in order to thrust themselves forward. Fish, on the other hand, evolved from worm-like creatures that slithered and didn't have a backbone. And so they grew a vertical tail to allow their bodies to wiggle side to side, like how worms and snakes do. And while we're on the topic of mammals whose tails have evolved, let's revisit a shocking tale we mentioned earlier. At one time, humans most certainly had a tail. Double woe. Way back when our distant ancestors hung out in trees, we used our tails to swing and hold onto branches and to walk. Eventually, we made our way down to the ground around 25 million years ago and began walking upright on two feet. No longer needing a tail for counterbalance. Uh. Gravity pretty much does most of the work, pulling us forward when we walk or run. How do we know we had tails? Because located at the base of your spine is where the last few bones are fused together. We call this the coccyx bone, more commonly referred to as your tailbone. Go ahead, wiggle your tailbone. Oh, sorry, narrator didn't say. You're out. A big shout-out to superfans Maud and Petra and their mom, Johanna, in Munising in Upper Peninsula of Michigan. Thanks so much for listening and supporting Who Smarted? This episode, Animal Tales, was written by Dave Davis and voiced by Sophie Plitt, Kim Davis, Adam Tex Davis, and Jerry Colbert. Technical direction and sound design by Josh Hahn. Who Smarted is recorded and mixed at the Relic Room Studios. Our associate producer is Max Davis Kamaski. The theme song is by Brian Davis Suarez, with lyrics written and performed by Adam Tex Davis. Who Smarted was created and produced by Adam Tex Davis and Jerry Colbert. This has been an Atomic Entertainment production. <laughs>